What's going on guys? And we're back. Yes, just like I said, every Thursday from now on, I will be back. And today, obviously, we're going to break down everything that's happened in sports the last week. We got the MLB playoffs. We got NHL free agency now. NBA finals. And of course the NFL. Um, so let's just start with the NHL free agency. Obviously, guys. Tampa Bay won the cup. There's going to be a lot of goalie movement uh, during this free agency period. It's going to be a really, really hectic period. There's a lot of good goalies on the market. Uh, today, Chicago just announced that Corey Crawford's not coming back. Obviously, Braden Hopi's not coming back to the Capitals. Um, Anton Kodobin, who was a hero in the Stanley Cup playoffs, is going to test the market. Can Tabbert is going to test the market. Uh, obviously, Jacob Markstrom. So, there's a lot of goalies out there. Uh, Matt Murray got traded to Ottawa. It was actually a really good pickup for Ottawa. I think it's a good fit. Uh, they got some good young pieces there. And Matt Murray is only 26. Two-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, he can get the job done. King Hendrick, obviously, on the market. Uh, Max Domi just got traded to Columbus, signed a two-year extension, so that's done. Erica Branson's going to Ottawa. Uh, they take on his full salary from Anaheim. But basically, uh, guys that are in the hockey, you guys know that this goalie situation is going to be very, very hectic. There's a lot of teams that really need goalies, and there's a lot of goalies out there. So should be fun to see. Uh, free agency technically starts tomorrow. So, probably have more stuff on that next week, seeing where everyone ends up. I'm really intrigued to see what my uh, Vancouver Canucks do. Uh, my opinion, personally, is uh, to let Jacob Markstrom walk. And it's Stature Demko time. But, we will see. Um, we'll see what happens. So, that's that. Moving on. NBA Finals. Los Angeles Lakers looking to close it out tomorrow. They're up 3-1 on the Heat. They won a pretty close game four. Uh, they got, dominated game one and two. Miami won game three. It looks like it's going to be over. It looks like the Los Angeles Lakers are going to get the title. It looks like LeBron's going to win his fourth title. And that will move him to four and six in finals uh, appearances. So... But the main thing is, to take away from this, uh, what a job LeBron has done. Because I don't think this Lakers roster is that good. Uh, he's played incredible. Anthony Davis has played out of his mind. Did not think Anthony Davis really had it in him. I always thought he was kind of soft. He's always hurt, like, every game. Like, he gets nicked up and stuff. It's just... And I never really liked Anthony Davis, especially the way he... he he left Portland, or not Portland, New Orleans, and, you know, basically just not playing. But uh, those two guys are absolutely carrying Los Angeles. Uh, they're just too much for Miami. So it looks like the Lakers are going to win their championship. Um, but also, you know, the Heat are going to come up short, but they're going to be a huge destination for free agents. Uh, Pat Riley and Eric Spolster have done a really good job. Jimmy Butler obviously got some criticism going down there. Uh, to make the finals in his first year uh, is 
pretty good. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe Giannis ends up joining them. Um, could get, like, maybe a Chris Paul or someone else, you know. So, um, and then finally, obviously the bubble was a pretty big success for the NBA. Uh, besides that, their ratings are absolutely tanking. Literally no one is watching the finals. They're down 65%. Um, besides that, the bubble and these playoffs have been very well put together by the NBA. Not having any positive tests. I, you know, you got some guys that, you know, did some antics, Lou Williams and Daniel House. But uh, once they figured that out, everything was good. So, uh, good job by the NBA for putting this on. They're going to crown the champion through this whole mess. And uh, we'll see when they start next season, uh, when they have the draft, when they have free agency. Uh, We never had an NBA draft and free agency in the middle of football season. So that will be interesting. So those are my takeaways on that. We'll see if uh, LA closes it out tomorrow. If not, by the time this next video or next week's video is out, we'll have an NBA champion. So we will see what happens there. Uh, let's get to the MLB playoffs finally. Um, currently, I'm actually watching the Astros. They're up 9-4 on the Athletics right now. Looks like they're going to move on to the ALCS. The Rays have a 2-1 series lead over the Yankees. Uh, they're one way away from the ALCS. A uh, lot of contro- not controversy, but um, you know the Yankees got a little cute. And they blew game three. And two. So, or they blew game two, got the Rays back in the series, Rays won game three. Now they're one loss away from having their season ended. So, um, we'll see if they get it done there. Randy, blah, 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 I don't know his last name. He's been on fire for the Rays. Dude's absolutely crushing everything. Didn't even know who this guy was until like a week ago. Absurd to watch. Um, the Atlanta Braves. Just swept the Florida or Miami Marlins. Go to the NLDS. Isn't it crazy? That's the first playoff series loss in Marlins history. They've only been in the playoffs twice. This is the third time. But the previous two, they won the whole thing. I just That's a crazy stat. That This is their first postseason loss. I always yawn during these videos. It's ridiculous. And then obviously in the other NLDS, the Dodgers are up 2-0 on the Padres. They're looking to close it out tonight. Uh, Padres almost came back and won last night. Dodgers were able to hang on. Joe Kelly got the save. So we'll see. Uh, so far, you know, my original predictions were pretty off. I did do a bracket with all my buddies um, of the playoffs before they started. I had the Ray or the Braves over the Rays in the World Series final. And right now my bracket's looking pretty good. Uh, looks like the Astros are going to get the ALCS like I predicted. I think the Rays will like I predicted. Uh, the Braves did like I predicted. The Dodgers probably will like I predicted. So I'm probably going to be 4 out of 4 in the Final Four, which is pretty good. Uh, but honestly, these playoffs have been really good. A lot of home runs. Um, a lot of antics going on with the bat flips and throwing at uh, certain guys and sliding in. Into guys, you know, Acuna and the Marlins had that thing going on. Last night, the Dodgers and Manny Machado went at it. So this, this has actually been really fun. I do miss uh, the fans. I miss, 
them playing in a cold weather environment. I don't know. There's something about baseball in October where you can see the pitcher's breath and you know it's like 40 degrees out. I don't know. I'm just missing that with the whole uh, Texas domes and then obviously for the AL there out in California. So it's bright and sunny. Other than that, these playoffs have been... God, I got to stop yawning doing these damn big... Um, other than that, I've been glued to it. Really, really fun to watch for me. I love postseason baseball. Regular season baseball, I do not care for. Postseason baseball, whole different story. Um, I really enjoyed it so far. So we'll see what happens. And as I'm currently watching, I think the A's... Oh, nope. Back at the wall, he caught it. So through seven, you know, Astros are up five. And six more outs to move on. So... Anyway, let's get into the meat. You guys already know the NFL week five is on our way tonight. Tampa Bay versus the Bears. I think it's going to be a really good game, hopefully, because Thursday night football is really not known for good games. Although the Jets and Broncos on paper, awful game, really entertaining game last week. So who knows what's going to happen tonight? Um, Obviously, let's go over some big news that broke this week with the NFL. Uh, first, we'll start with Tennessee Titans. Apparently, they worked out after they got COVID. And now, some of their players are still testing for COVID. So, the game against the Bills could be in jeopardy this week. Um, and now, they're talking about maybe Titans just you know forfeiting these games because they broke protocol and put people in danger. Um, so, honestly, I wouldn't mind if they had the forfeited game obviously it's not ideal but they did break protocol um they did do it to themselves so it feels like you know that's a pretty severe punishment that's probably the most severe punishment you can get is forfeiting the games besides getting a huge fine and uh, losing draft picks so it's a pretty big punishment um yeah I, i i wouldn't mind i would hate to see it because i'd rather watch have these games actually play than having forfeit, but uh, it is what it is. Titans did what they did, so um, you know if they forfeit uh, this week against the Bills, that's that's their fault. It's their own doing, so I'm not gonna really feel bad for them. But hopefully, you know these tests start coming negative, and they move the game to Monday or something, and they can play Monday because it should be a really good game, you know, Bills and Titans. So next, Bill O'Brien. Finally fired from the Texans. Should have been fired after the AFC debacle. AFC championship debacle. Um, This is long overdue. I don't think Bill O'Brien's a terrible coach. I don't. He won his division four times. He he constantly wins four games. He's won a couple of playoff games. Uh, He's an awful GM, though. Giving him GM powers was just absurd. I mean, he's put the Texans back so far. It's crazy. Uh, they don't have a first or a second this year. Uh, they have the highest payroll in the NFL. They're paying guys like Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson. It's just gross. And they got no O-line. Sean Watson's running for his life. I think he's regressing because of it. Uh, he just does not... He's not clicking with these guys, and he just does not have a lot of support up front. So long overdue. 0-4 start. Apparently, J.J. Watt is the 
final straw that got him fired. Uh, they got into an argument this week, and um, according to reports, it was between him and JJ. It got pretty heated, and it kind of led to a, a player's movement to get him fired. So, don't really know the true story, but that is what's being reported. So, Bill O'Brien's finally gone. A lot of people are saying, hire Eric Bieniemy, who is the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. But here's the thing. Why the hell would you want to take this job unless you're given like a six or seven year contract like Matt Rule where you have time to actually build a team because you have no draft picks. You got a terrible salary cap situation. You're paying guys that absolutely stink a boatload of money. The only thing going for you is you have Deshaun Watson. Um. You know, and if they want a guy like Eric Bieniemy. It's actually being reported that they want Adam Gase, which I, what the hell are you thinking? Um, Adam Gase, Josh McDaniels. Um, but, you know, let's just say they want Eric Bieniemy. If you're Eric Bieniemy, why the hell would you take that job? Like I said, you got no draft picks. You got that terrible salary cap situation. Other jobs are going to be available. Detroit, Matt Patricia's definitely gone after this year, unless the Lions somehow start winning some games. He's definitely gone. Adam Gase is gone. And, you know, you got a pretty good quarterback in Sam Darnold, which a lot of people actually think Sam Darnold has a lot of talent around the NFL. Uh, the casual fan thinks he's a bum, but that's because they're the casual fan. Um, they, got a, they got a lot of draft picks. A lot. They got a decent cap. Um, so that's more appeasing to me than the Texans' job or... Say Atlanta, Dan Quinn's done. He should be done. Um, you know, that's a good owner. A decent franchise. Uh, you got an older quarterback. You can start new with a new quarterback. You can, you know, the rebuild uh, could be done a lot faster in Atlanta than could Houston. So, you know, there's. I think Houston's really going to struggle for a while now. I thought they'd be fine this year. I really did. But uh, they look just absolutely horrible. I think they'll definitely still end up winning some games this year. I don't think they're going to end up you know, being the worst team in the league. It would be funny if they did because Miami owns both their picks, first and second round. So, um, but we'll see. And then finally, the last subdocument, uh, Dwayne Haskins got benched in Washington. If you guys listened to my previous uh, episodes, you know that I was a believer in Dwayne Haskins. And thought he would have a decent season this year. Um, he's not having a terrible season. I don't have the stats in front of me. He's playing better than Daniel Jones, though. Um, I got to go find that that uh, comparison between those two. But apparently the reason he is being benched is because it's lack of preparation and not studying the playbook. Which uh, was hinted last year as well. That he's just not dedicated and motivated. He's got an attitude problem. So he's done in Washington. Like, he, he is done. He needs to move on. They need to move on. Kyle Allen will start. They're going to attempt to win this god-awful NFC East. I mean, good Lord, it's so bad. There should not be a playoff team rewarded from that division. It's so bad um, on so many levels. But, uh, yes, Dwayne Haskins is, is done there. I really thought he was going to have a bounce back year. I was wrong. Um, you know, I watched him once this year play my Cardinals. 
Um, he's okay. He's really he only makes one read though. He does not go through his, through his progressions at all. Um, so we'll see where he ends up. Uh, I had a high end for him, Ben Big Ben, and a low end like David Garrard. We'll see if he can still salvage his career. Uh, like I said in previous episodes, I'm not a fan in blaming 20-year-old kids that stink it up for for just god-awful franchises. You know, Josh Rosen, I will defend him till my grave. And I will also defend Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he wasn't given much of a chance. But... Um, We'll see what he does. See where he goes. And from here on out. So. They're going to attempt to win the NFC East with Kyle Allen. Obviously everyone knows he's a mess. Giants suck. The Redskins have a really good defense. Their offense is just skittish. Um, The Eagles are all in the hospital. And um, I think it's finally being exposed that Doug Peterson is an overrated coach. Um, But Carson Wentz got the win on... Sunday, thank God. I love Carson Wentz. He's getting murdered by the media this year, as he should. He's, he's played really bad, but, I mean, this is the third year in a row. He's had absolute dog shit to work with. Um, then, of course, you got the Cowboys, who have absolutely no defense. You know, Dak's putting up huge numbers, um, but Cowboy fans will tell you he's an MVP candidate. But, uh, I mean, listen, man, you got the 14 points on Sunday, and then you stalled. You went down 14 to 41, and then in the fourth quarter, you know, the Browns are thinking about next week already, and then you start putting up, you know, numbers and throws and stuff like that. It's a little bit of padded stats, garbage time stats, um, but they have no defense. The Browns ran for 300 yards on them. So, we'll see. The NFC East is awful. Just awful. So, is the NFC North. It's pretty awful. I mean, it's... We don't really know who the second best team there is. Um, obviously, um, oh, breaking news. Broncos and Patriots moved to Monday. Early Monday night. Why? Because of COVID? I thought they were all clear. Whatever. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's wrap this video up. Or I always say video, but we're going to go over my top 10 teams after week four and heading into week five i think we'll do this every week um so let's start with number 10 i got the tennessee titans the covid boys tennessee titans and the astros just hit another home run so now they're up 11 to 4 uh it's altuve so tennessee titans at 10 listen they can run the ball they play decent defense Tannehill makes the throws that he has to um Really good coach team, really physical team, and they're undefeated right now. They're at three and zero, and they, you know, their first loss might be a forfeit. So we'll see. Um, hopefully, they can play on Sunday so we can watch them against a really good Buffalo Bills team. So they're at ten for me. Nine, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, that defense is probably the best in the league. It's scary. Big Ben looks fine right now, but they haven't beaten anyone. Um, the three wins they have are one and nine. So, pretty bad, uh, pretty easy schedule so far. But uh, you can't doubt this organization. It's one of the best organizations in all of sports. Um, Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame coach. Um, 
So I'm not going to count them out at all. That's why they're at nine. Eight. The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns have finally found their identity. I said this in previous episodes. They just need to run the ball. Do not ask Baker Mayfield, Baker Trash Mayfield, to win you games because you you aren't going to win games with that guy. Uh, they ran for 300 yards. Nick Chubb's out for six weeks, which uh, uh, maybe shed a tear for my fantasy team. But they ran for 300 yards against Dallas. They put up 49 points. They found their identity. Just run the freaking ball. OBJ looked like o, like OG OBJ on Sunday. So uh, this team's rolling right now. I predicted that they get to the playoffs. Um, I also predicted that Baker Mayfield would be benched by midseason for Case Keenum. And we're halfway through to midseason. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. But uh, we'll see. But the Browns look like a pretty decent football team. This is the best Browns team in, in a while. So they're at eight. Uh, number seven, New England. Uh, we all watched that game on Monday. If they had Cam Newton, they probably could have won. I mean, they're Stidham and Hoyer kept handing the ball over to Kansas City. Uh, you know, their defense really um, toyed with Mahomes, and, you know, Chiefs offense couldn't really get much going. So New England's obviously still got that great defense. Uh, Cam Newton's looking decent this year. I think he's getting a little overhyped. Um, because of the Seattle game, he played really well. But the other two games they played, uh, that he played, he only passed the ball 16 times. Um, they'd just been running the ball and playing good defense. So we'll see. But, you know, that's what I would do if I was an NFL team, too, is run the ball and play defense. So can't really hate on that. That's why they're at seven. Uh, six, Seattle Seahawks. They're undefeated. Their defense is god-awful, though. Uh, it's literally Russell Wilson doing everything in his power, keep the team afloat. They have no pass rush, no offensive line, no secondary. Um, it's just Russ making making it happen. They're four and zero. They're gonna get to the playoffs. They're gonna win this division probably. They're at six, five. Baltimore. They got humiliated by Kansas City. Um, they look a little sluggish to start against the Redskins, but um, you know they can still play really good defense. They can still run the ball, and they're. Really well coached. So they're at five. Uh, Lamar has not looked too sharp passing the ball the last couple weeks. So we'll see what happens there. Four, Tampa. Uh, Tampa went down 24-7 against the Chargers. Stormed all the way back, 138-31. I keep saying it, man. I picked them to win the Super Bowl because this defense. This defense forces so many damn turnovers. They got a pick. They got a fumble. They got a crucially timed fumble. Um, against the Chargers, um, they just they just take the ball away, and Tom Brady's now slinging it to everyone and throwing it downfield. So I think this seems going to be really scary come week ten, week eleven, man. I think they're going to be for real, and they're in my top five. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. How about them Bills? Undefeated, four and zero Buffalo Bills. Um, this is my dad's favorite team, so I always have a soft spot for the Bills. I really do root for him on the side of the Cardinals. So I'm very happy for him. Josh Allen's playing like an MVP right now. He's playing absurd. He's not turning the ball over. He's throwing the ball deep. He's making plays with his legs. This guy's dynamic. Um, I keep saying it. He's the white version of, of a prime Cam Newton. Just a humongous athlete that makes big-time threat plays. Not the most accurate guy in the room, but he just makes stuff happen. And, yeah, they got a really good defense, too. Not as good as last year, 
but uh, it's holding up still in a good coaching staff. They're at three. Uh, number two, Kansas City. Kansas City struggle against um, Bill Belichick. It's the only reason I got them at two. They manhandled Baltimore, who's their main competition in the AFC. So, defending champs are at two. And then my number one team after four weeks is the Green Bay Packers. I was very hard on this team last year. Uh, I thought this team actually sucked last year. I thought they were the worst 14-2 and team I've ever seen in my life um, because their schedule is so soft. Uh, they actually got out. They only outscored their opponents by one point by the end of the regular season. Um, but they look very good this year. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely on a tear. He's in MVP form. They're scoring at will. Their defense is playing great. I just think they're the most complete team in football. Aaron Jones has turned into elite. Um, so, uh, yeah, really like this Packers team this year uh, versus last year. So, after four weeks, they are my number one team in the NFL. So, those are my top ten teams, guys. Um, to end this video, I'm going to do my MVP candidates after four weeks. I'm just going to do my top four. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously having a stellar year. I don't have the stats in front of me, but we all know. Uh, number three is Aaron Rodgers. Playing absolutely out of his mind. I think he's thrown for four, three, and, three and four touchdowns in these first four weeks. He's just absolutely shredding defenses. Looks like prime Aaron Rodgers right now. Number two, I'm going to give it to Josh Allen. I'm going to be a little biased here. Uh, Josh Allen making plays with his legs. Not turning the ball over. He's got 16 touchdowns, one pick. Um, he's got the Bills 4-0. I mean, he's got the Bill, the Buffalo Bills 4-0. You got to give him love. He's my number two MVP candidate right now. And then number one is obviously Russell Wilson. Uh, they're 4-0. They shouldn't be 4-0. That offensive line is atrocious. That defensive line is atrocious. And that secondary is atrocious. Yet they're 4-0. Um, I think he's got like 18 total touchdowns right now, two picks. And one pick was Greg Olson's fault because, you know, it went off his hands. So, those are my MVP candidates right now. Those are my top ten teams. Really excited to watch the game, uh, Tampa and the Bears, here in about an hour and 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I got for this week, guys. Um, I'll have more NFL stuff next week, I promise you. We'll go more in-depth uh, what happened during week five. Who's a disappointment? Who looked really good? Uh, obviously, we'll continue the top ten, and we'll continue the MVP list. So, um, we'll focus more on NFL from here on out. We'll see what happens. And free agency for the NHL. Obviously, can the Lakers close out the NBA Finals? And who's going to play in the World Series? So, and obviously, we've got week five of the NFL starting tonight. So uh, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, like I said, I'm going to be trying dropping a new episode every Thursday for now on, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, anyway, you know, same thing. Stay safe. Uh, have fun. Watch football. Watch sports. And uh, I will see you guys around.